Are you sitting in a space where you are struggling with anxiety? Do you feel like a prisoner to the cycles of depression? Do you feel stuck in your own life and feel frustrated and lost, but yet you know there is so much more on the other side of this mental breakdown? I want to hold your hand through this therapeutic life healing journey. I will help you navigate emotional healing, spiritual growth, and taking massive action so you can align your mind, body, and spirit to completely transforming your life. You are worthy of the life of your dreams, of stepping into your power and experiencing your breakdown as your breakthrough. Hey, I'm Adi. I'm your therapist, your coach, your mentor. Join me as we heal your life together. Hi friends, welcome back to Therapeutic Life Healing with me, your host, Adit. I'm so glad you're here. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And today's episode, we are going to explore some hard truths. I'm going to share with you 10 hard truths that might be difficult to sit with, but important for you to hear. Sometimes we need to hear what we need and not what we want. So With a lot of love, I'm going to send some hard truths your way today and see which one will resonate for you. Before we dive in, I just want to give some shout outs to some friends listening from all over the world. I hope that you take some time to subscribe to the episode and go ahead and leave me a review. I'd love to hear what you think of this podcast. I read each and every single review and it just brings me so much joy and gives me energy to keep going. And I thank you for taking the time to do that and being here each week to tune in. So with that, I want to say hello to friends all over the world. Hello out in Japan. You are growing out there. I see you. I honor you. I thank you. I see you friends out in Canada and the Philippines. Hello to all my friends out in the United States and friends out in Colombia, Slovenia, Germany, Nigeria. Hello friends in Israel and Denmark, Romania, and Australia, just to name a few. Welcome, and I hope that you browse around, check out some other episodes, see what resonates for you. If you ever have an idea for a topic for me, go ahead and email me at hello at aditsi.com. It's also in the show notes. All right, friends, let's go ahead and dive into today's episode. So by now, you've probably tuned into hopefully a few episodes, so you've gotten to get to know my style. Many of you have shared that you find my voice soothing, comforting, nurturing, and I really appreciate that. I'm so glad it comes off to you in that way, and it's comforting. So I hope that even with today's episode, it being hard truths, that you can receive it in a way that also can feel nurturing. You know, when we think about hard truths that we need to hear It oftentimes can feel jarring or you can feel defensive, but I really want you to take a step back almost outside of your body and out of your mind and really look at your life and your actions and other people's lives and actions from a more kind of bird's eye view. You know, if we can kind of separate our emotions and our thoughts from ourselves and just kind of look at things objectively as best as we can. Sometimes hard truths do that for us. I know I enjoy some tough love. I like for people to kind of just give it to me straight. I'm not really a big fan of kind of beating around the bush. I need to hear something. I really would like to hear it. It could be really hard for me in the moment. And I have probably been defensive. I'm sure of it in the past when I've received critical feedback. But as I get older, I really do appreciate honest 
feedback. I do appreciate honesty with others and with myself. I think the more we become courageous with ourselves and with others to speak our truths, to share our hearts, and to be understanding, I think we could go a lot further and deeper in relationships with ourselves and with other people. So with that, let's go ahead and dive into the first hard truth. Number one, some people don't know how to show up for you in your time of need or your time of joy or celebration. And at the same time, we have to remember that we aren't also able to show up for someone else in their time of joy or their time of need. And that's okay. But the most important thing is, is can we arrive at communicating our needs to the other person? If we can do that, then we can better understand how to show up for each other in relationships. And this can be any relationship, friendships, coworkers, family, intimate partners. And so when we arrive at communication, it takes out this guessing game for the other person, including yourself. So this way, it really gives people the opportunity to show up for you in the way that you need. And same for them. They want you to show up in their life in the same way and being there for them in their joy, in their time of need or sorrow. And how better is it if we can just communicate what we need, even if we don't know what it is, just being able to say, hey, I'm not sure what I exactly need, but I just want to say I'm feeling a type of way. Even to start leaning into expressing your feelings and communicating that is a big step. Number two, some people will not like you and you won't like everyone and that's okay. You know, really thinking about There's some people in your life that you don't like. Maybe you've come across them at work. Maybe you've come across them at the store, in the street, passing them by, or friend groups. This could also include family. And just in the same way you don't like everybody, you must get to a place where you understand that it's okay for other people to also not like you. But the important thing is, can we arrive at compassion anyways? Knowing that it's okay that we're not always going to like someone and someone's not always going to like us, but can we all arrive at compassion for each other anyways? Compassion for each other's story, journey, situation, even if we are not sure what's going on. Just kind of trusting that they're going through something or you're going through something. And if we can extend that compassion, what a better release from hating. It just kind of gives a different energy to it. And you can just release yourself after that. There's no needing to force a relationship or force to like someone. It's okay to say, hey, you know, we don't agree or I don't like you and that's okay. But can I extend compassion to you anyways and just leave you be and vice versa? Number three, some people will get mad at you for not doing what they want you to do. And you will get mad at someone else for not doing what you want. And that's okay. It happens. But can we arrive at understanding each other? Can we arrive at understanding why that might be that what we want someone to do or why someone else wants us to do something for them? Can we understand why that is? Not necessarily that we have to do it, right? We don't have to comply and they don't have to comply with our needs or demands either. But if we can arrive at understanding the why, why does 
this person want me to do this thing? Are they feeling lonely? Are they feeling like they need a friend? And vice versa. What is it about you wanting that person to do what you want? What is it about that reason? And if we can get to that understanding of each other. Number four, some people don't have the emotional bandwidth to hold space for you and what you're going through at this time. And there's been times, and maybe even that's now, that you don't either, that you don't have the emotional bandwidth to hold space for someone else that might need you. And that's okay. We go through different seasons of life, and sometimes they're not matching up, especially in this last year. So many people are going through a lot surviving this pandemic and what's happening in the world and our communities. So we might not have enough emotional bandwidth to hold space for others. But the most important thing is, you know, can we arrive at empathy for each other? Instead of holding grudges or anger that this person wasn't able to hold space for you, but can we arrive at, you know, being empathetic that they might not be able to at this time because they're going through something too. In the same way you might be going through something and not being able to hold space for someone else. Number five, some people will not love you the way that you deserve. And you won't love everyone the way that they deserve. And that's not okay. We all deserve to be loved wholly and completely. But in this time, when it happens, can we arrive at forgiveness? What would that take? What would that look like? Forgiving of self, forgiving of others, if we're not loved the way that we deserved. And sometimes when we think about forgiveness, it's Also important to remember that not to force forgiveness if someone has hurt you, especially in times of abuse, we want to think about it being more about forgiveness so that you arrive at peace. And if that doesn't give you peace, that's okay if it's in the circumstances of abuse, you know, not wanting to forgive your perpetrator. But as best as you can in other scenarios, Can we arrive at forgiveness when we haven't been loved? You know, this could be applied to past relationships, friendships, ex-partners, intimate partners, even thinking about parents. We have, you know, an opportunity to arrive at forgiveness and that can give us more peace for ourselves. And if it's possible in that relationship, if it's important enough to forgive each other and say that to one another. Number six, some people will hurt you and they won't even know that they did. And guess what? You'll hurt somebody and not know that you did either. And that's not okay. We never really want to hurt anybody and no one intentionally means to hurt us, but sometimes that happens. But can we arrive at standing up for ourselves and tell them what they did so that they know, so that they're aware. No one's a mind reader. You're not, the other person is not. So if we never tell them what bothered us or what action or word they said that hurt us, how will they know? And so how will they have an opportunity to do better next time? And wouldn't you want the same? If you hurt somebody, you would want them to tell you. Number seven, some people will cross your boundaries and at times you will cross someone else's boundaries. And that's not okay. We really want to respect each other's boundaries. And hopefully we've communicated already what they are. And if we haven't, if that's something we can do. But either way, can we arrive at honoring 
our boundaries by speaking out when it happens. When a boundary is crossed, whether it's emotional, mental, physical, financial, can we tell the other person what happened, what boundary they crossed? Can we do that and really center ourselves when we do that, really thinking about that when you speak out, you're standing up for yourself. You're honoring yourself. You're honoring that that's not okay and they need to know and vice versa. If someone tells you that they that you crossed their boundary, you know, let's take a step back from being defensive and understand how that might be for them in the same way that we would want that for us. Number eight, some people will gossip about you. And at times you've maybe done the same of others. You've gossiped and engaged in conversations that may have not been otherwise done in front of that person if they were there. And that's not okay. Gossiping is Definitely an energy suck. But can we arrive at holding ourselves accountable to do better next time? Number nine, some people can only meet you as far as they've met themselves, emotionally, mentally. And the same is true for you. And that's okay. We're all operating the best we can with what we know about ourselves at that time. Some of us are continuing to take what we have in our subconscious mind and bring it to our conscious mind so we can continue to heal and grow. So can we commit to that, right? Can we commit and arrive at committing to investing and doing the inner work to heal and grow? And number 10, some people will walk out of your life without closure and you might do the same to someone else. And that's okay. It happens. Not every relationship is meant to last forever, but can we arrive at closure anyways? What would closure look like? If you're not able to receive that from the other person, for whatever reason, what would closure look like for you? How can you arrive at letting go and making peace with what was or what happened? And if you're able to receive closure, great. But this is more about when that happens and you weren't able to receive it. Thinking about what closure will look like for you moving forward and arriving at it anyways. Well, friends, those are the 10 hard truths that I hope that you got to hear today and maybe one of those really resonated for you. So thinking about which one it was, maybe it was one or two, and really sitting with that and reflecting on why that hard truth is coming up for you. What about it resonated for you? And what action can you take after reflecting on it a bit? Not that you have to do anything right away, but just something to keep in mind as you continue to navigate your healing journey and navigating your relationship with yourself and with other people in your life. I hope today's episode was fruitful for you. And I hope that you take good care of your heart, take good care of yourself. And when we do that, we're better able to take good care of each other. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. I trust that you took away some gems, some highlights for yourself in this episode. And I want to invite you to dive deeper with me if you'd like to schedule a one-on-one personalized healing session where we can really dive deeper into what's coming up for you, what you're struggling with. If you're in a place of transition in your life, whether that's relationships, careers, if you're struggling with boundaries, And we can really unpack that together and create a breakthrough session for you. Go ahead and email me at hello at aditzi.com. That's hello at aditzi.com. It's also in the show notes. 
I also offer a virtual master course. That's a therapeutic life healing master course that's virtual, self-paced at home. And it's guided with slides and videos of me really walking you through a three-week structured program that will help you learn about boundaries, understand fear in the brain and how it has shown up in your life. There's journal prompts and guided meditations. So go to aditsi.com and click on virtual master course to see the curriculum today. And you can enroll wherever you are in the world right away and start in the comfort of your own home today. If you found any value in today's episode, please go ahead and subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. I'd love to hear from you and what you think. And I hope that you take care of yourself on your healing journey and take care of each other.